It's Happy Hour again from Uptown New Orleans. Hello, I'm Grant Morris. Happy Hour is part of the family of shows on the podcast network. It's NewOrleans.com. When you walk into a bar in New Orleans and you pull up a bar stool, you never know who's going to be sitting on either side of you. What you do know is no matter what they look like, what they're wearing, whether they just got out of a limousine or just got out of jail, they're going to be happy to talk to you because that's New Orleans and this is Happy Hour, a cocktail-fueled 60 minutes of random conversation with folks who have nothing in common. Other than we're all New Orleans in a bar, today we're at the fabulous Wayfair on Ferret Street, which is a couple of blocks down from Napoleon Avenue in what used to be the Killing Fields, but now it's the hippest part of town. <laughs> and here at Wayfair, they have a three-hour happy hour here every day from 3 to 6, where everything is half-priced at the bar, including the food, actually. Mm. So it's a pretty good deal. What have you guys all got to drink here today? What is that? I took the bartender's recommendation. Whatever it was, you don't care as long as it's got alcohol in it. Yeah, yeah you're in the same department? Yeah. These guys are in a bluegrass band. This is... This is Craig, Jacob. I mean, no. Jacob and Craig. Jacob and Craig. Right. That's, I almost had that right. No, you're close. I know. It's very close. Let me actually look at the uh, information I have here and see what your real names are. Jacob Tanner and Craig Alexander. Is that correct? That's yes. correct. From a band called the Tangler's Bluegrass Band. Right. And, we, uh, and other bands as well. Yeah, Mikey, 3B band, Mikey B3 Band is also. So you're about as bad as me. Yeah. Mikey, you don't even know the name of your own band. <laughs> the Mikey B3 Band, Mikey which is B3. like the Hammond B3, yeah, I assume. Exactly. Okay, so listen here. Today's show is brought to us by Nola Pans, the only pans made from a fallen Audubon Park live oak. These one-of-a-kind, expertly crafted, limited edition writing instruments add a little gris to the Mardi Gras season. You can order yours at nolapens.com. Take a look at that, Let Andrew. Let me see what you got going and on Look here. at that, Andrew. That is an actual pen made from a live oak tree I from Audubon Park that doesn't have any artificial color or anything in it. Wait. For real. Wait, what do you mean no artificial color That's in it? That's just the color that it came down from the tree. Yeah, the right. guy who made that, Greg Levy, is going to come and talk to us in, in a little Sweet. bit. I like the, the Mardi Gras-ness of it. Mardi Gras-ty. Mardi also, Gras-ty. thanks to Basics on Magazine Street near Jefferson Avenue, where you can get yourself some fine lingerie, as well as a swimsuit or gym or yoga clothes with That style. sounds like a great place. I'm definitely going there Katrina right after Katrina Breeze is here. Look at your outfit, Katrina. What have you got on today? What does he call this? Um, I've got CamaraLashes.com. I've got... A what? That's your eyelashes? Yes. I never even noticed those. They're gigantic. And then um, a handcrafted headdress by artist Brittany Shaw from La Adorna. So you're, you're got endorsements for all your clothes here? Yeah, the rest is Amazon. <laughs> so what is the, the sparkly sequence there? Se- uh, Amazon. From Amazon. Yeah. Okay. Very nice. And also thanks to Hangover Destroyer, the only natural product medically proven to prevent a hangover, and the Positive Vibrations Foundation who create and encourage community through development and preservation of the arts, music, culture, and heritage. And Luke Hooper is here as well, who invented this thing in front of us. Yeah, I've invented a few things, and we've got a very colorful game. It's ironic we're on radio, but if you could see it, it would blow your mind. Well, you know what? You you can see it. If you listen to this as a podcast, Uh you can go to our It's New Orleans Facebook page. The Facebook page is called It's New Orleans. You can see a video of the show. You can actually see, what is this called? This is called Lumen. Um, And so what it is, it's the world's first wirelessly powered game. Um, It actually has one set of batteries, but these light up pieces that change colors as the field moves to get any color combination possible, actually. Um, Simple rules, but it's very mesmerizing. It actually won an Edison Award. We took it out in New York at a bars and 
in a dark bar. This thing blows up so much that I wish I was single when I had it. But right. I'm a married man, and how it long, was fine. How long have you been married? Um, I've been married actually 10 years, coming up this week. Congratulations. You, Thank you, guys. And were you an inventor when you got married, or did you come to that later? I have always considered myself an inventor. Um, what did you do when you were single before you got married? You know, I did a lot of work, and I worked out a lot. <laughs> yeah, really? And that got me into shape, and then... Hopefully that I was cool enough to talk to that I could get married. So I was that dork early on, and I had a problem meeting women, so maybe this was one of those reasons. Did you really have a problem meeting women? I had, I had a big Even problem. though you were like a professional athlete or something. Besides. You know, that was something I worked really hard at because I had a lot of time on my hands. Because you're single. Because I was Because no women wanted to talk to you. It's hard to understand, Katrina, you're a woman. What, doesn't he look tall, dark, and handsome to you? Yeah, yeah, he's a really good-looking guy. Yeah, yeah. Well, I take that as a yeah. compliment. I was a late bloomer. Um, we all go through some awkward years. but You weren't so good-looking at the beginning? Um, you know, I, whatever it was, whatever I was doing was not working. Um, right. So it took, you know, until college and later on to figure it out. Hence the city of New Orleans, <laughs> a great place. Good. Are you single, Craig? What are you? Yes. Yes. Permanently or just more of a recent thing? Probably permanently. I'm, I'm when did you? St- were you married no, or in a no, couple at some point? Never and then married. Broke up? Never. No. Have you ever had a long-term serious relationship? Yes. What happened to that? Uh, I blew it. I guess. You blew it. <laughs> it wasn't her fault. She wasn't yeah. crazy. No. What did you do wrong? Oh, I just. Uh, I don't want to. Is any? Is being a musician got anything to do with it? No. Really? No. Are you a full-time musician? Um, I teach guitar and and I play a little bit. Yeah. But aren't you supposed to be some sort of like hot shot guitar player, like one of the most awesome guitar players ever? Uh, no. Is that true? No. Is that true? Uh, he's pretty good. Jacob? Yeah. He is pretty he's good. Pretty right? good. Because you were in acoustic swiftness. As yeah. I, as you I remember, remember them? Yes. Yeah. And that was a pretty hot shot band. Yeah. Yeah. It was like Latin group. You know? Right. So you're a really good. You are a good guitar player, right? You have to admit that if you he's really humble. are. He's a humble guy. Yeah, so, that was acoustic acceptance was fun. It was you know, it was flamenco and right. know, Latin style. You still so, play that sort of stuff? A little bit. We, we kind of throw it into. Um, to, to you want to do a little flamenco for us right now? Um, just, just you know, just one like thirty seconds, like the old days. Yeah. Can yeah. Come on. Okay. We're a bit hooked up here. It's just. Um, Desperado. <laughs> that is my favorite Flamingo song. Uh, we'll learn it for you some next other time. time. Next time. That's like uh, re- request time. I know. No, so, it's like that's what made me want to play Flamingo guitar. Have you ever played Flamingo guitar? No, but that was amazing. Well, you could you can learn because Craig gives lessons. I will talk to him after the show. How much is a lesson? 
Um, about twenty-five dollars a half. That's a, that's a deal. That's that's, that's reasonable. Not bad. That's that deal. is reasonable. Twenty-five dollars. I would say. Yeah, how I long do you? How long does it take to before you can actually play? Like twenty-one lessons or? Oh yeah. Twenty-one days. Yeah, yeah twenty-one days. Yeah. And you guaranteed. Can, yeah, guaranteed. <laughs> guaranteed. There are guys that do <laughs> that. There is <laughs> that learn piano in twenty-one days. Have you seen that guy? Yeah. <laughs> you don't believe that? No. It's kind of okay. like seven-minute abs. Arms, legs, <laughs> yeah. even abs. All of a sudden, I have a six-pack yeah. from nowhere. Mm-hmm. But so what was your actual um, athletic prowess? You were like an Ironman? I was an Ironman. So actually, I was a scholarship athlete, ran track and cross-country. Um, I vowed that I would never be that guy that was in the best shape of his life in high school or college. So I kept doing Ironman triathlons after that and was able to be competitive enough to win money but not competitive enough to make a living. It's a very Perfect segue, view. actually. Do you guys know Black Sabbath's Iron Man? <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, he does, I'm sure. <laughs> Thank you. Just thought I'd tie that in. Do you, do you want to play that? If you, do you know it? Sure. <laughs> nice. <laughs> you know it? <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's the one. Is <laughs> it? <laughs> That's pretty impressive. That's yeah. great. Anything else you want to know? Any other songs you want to Let, call well, out? Let's <laughs> just keep talking yeah. and see what pops up. Okay, you know? okay, just yeah, we could come up with another every I think song. we will. Okay, so you were an Ironman athlete winning money, <laughs> like races, racing Correct. for money. Yes, not so very much money. Been, and see, this is what I'm, I'm really stumped here because I thought A, playing the guitar, and B, being an athlete was a sort of sure way to pick up chicks. Mm. Isn't it? I think you still need the confidence, don't you? The confidence is key. Yeah. Winning the races helps build that. Yeah. But yeah, you know, it it did work out later in life, but all those things were steps towards that. Was it the money that came in later and that's why it worked out? (laughs) I hope that's not the reason. Wait, did you jack up your truck or no? You didn't jack up your truck. That was it. You didn't jack the truck up. If I would have met you guys 10 years ago, my life would be very different. (laughs) Yeah, I totally would have gotten you laid. Don't worry. Thank you. But now you have two kids. I have two kids. So, you don't so need I, us. I did work that out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So tell us. So this game. Yes. So, well, okay. Tell us what this game does. Yeah. So if you How do we if you listen to this as a podcast, we're looking at. Can you describe this? It's a it's a you glass bet. plane. There's pieces of the crag up on a plateau. <laughs> this is true. So and there's little rectangles that light up. When you look at it, this looks like a pot smoking type situation. You know what? <laughs> I'll say this. It's an incredibly mind-blowing game when you start to look at it. It's got cubes that light up one of three colors, but we can actually create any color in the spectrum by moving the ring around. So you can get literally yellows, blues, purples, pinks. But the real beauty of this game is that you only need one set of batteries, so we have several light-up cubes. Um, and they're all literally powered wirelessly. That's so cool. wireless power is the way of the future. Eventually, we won't need wireless. Hang on, hang on. Wireless yeah. power? Correct. Show them the square, show them the square. So, yeah. <laughs> are you familiar with wireless power? You guys should be familiar. Usually it's for charging a cell phone right now. That's kind of the basics. So most people have a wireless charger, which is kind of a joke because you really I, just I put don't it on. have one. You don't Does have one? Does anyone here have a wireless charger? No. All right. No, I don't, but the, I've, you the, know, yeah. nobody here has a wireless charger. Let me charger. start then. You should get a wireless charger. They're kind of nice, but they charge your phone without having to plug it in. So you well, set you, it on stand. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So you got, it has to make contact though, right? See, and that's the trick is you got to be pretty close. Mm-hmm. What we really did that was original here is that we have a range on this thing that goes up for 10, oh. 12 inches. Yep. Um, and we did it with three AAA batteries. Call that 12 batteries. inches? 
<laughs> okay. So this is wireless. This can be wirelessly powered through the air up to a foot away. Yep, you got it. So, so did you invent this? I did. I invented this from scratch. Can we, can we get to the brass tacks here? How yeah. do we play this game? You bet. So basically, we start with four pieces on, and it's simple rules. You're trying to get four in a row, much like the old classic Connect Four. Mm -hmm. So on your turn, you put a new piece into play. You either move a piece of square or you rotate it. But then the fun thing on this, if you're watching at home, is every turn you've got to rotate the ring. So that's going to change the entire field. So are you like Whoa. a super genius? Yeah, do you understand that? Because I can't follow this. Are you following this, <laughs> Katrina? If, if I play you, is there any chance I'll win? You bet. There always is a chance to win. So when, when you rotate the ring, is there a predictability to how they will change? You know, that was the or biggest is challenge is that we thought originally that we could just do a notch and it would be beautiful and artistic. Mm -hmm. As many artists, you're like, ah, these people will perceive it. But there's actually a square with a letter on each cube. Okay. And so whenever that square, so we're looking at it right now, there's a G and a square, yeah. lines up with this square, right. and that's the color. So if I move it this way, well, that one's over, the blue lines up, and for this one, the red lines up. So Do you red, guys like green, to smoke blue. weed? <laughs> no comment. Yep, Are you a weed this. smoker? Correct. No, no comment. Okay, yeah. so you like I to say to yes. <laughs> yeah, because we're, we're all weed smokers at this side of the table. Because this is like, I'm not high yeah. enough to play this. Sure. this I'll tell you, you right? the, goal, the goal of this game is that... <laughs> we can't smoke it, it in here. It's, it's, it's hard to create magic these days. And so we're aiming to create magic. Uh, the fact that you can't understand it means we did Okay, but you're supposed to get... Four in a row, Correct. same color. Okay. Four same colors. So, so we can keep playing this while we talk. So it's let's fine. do this real quick. So here's the trick on it. So this is four in a row. So you would be winning. So now they're all green. But then you if you spin it. the ring, and it, but there's no way up. to predict that that one turned red. Well, is there? There yeah. is. Okay. And so Tell that's what that. that square right here. Are you following this at so all? So that square. Oh, oh, I see because you swept it. Whenever that lines up here, that's smart. So there's a bit of a rubric cube thing going on here. You hit on the head. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, it's like a deconstruction. It's like every time you. Twist, you're changing everything. Yeah. You got it. And so we've got a whole line of products from dolls to games to other toys like cool. race cars that charge up in your hand, but that basically lets you play with wireless power instead of just charging a phone. So why did you call it Lumen instead of Stony Rubik's Cube? <laughs> <laughs> so Rubik's interesting. you got to pay a lot of money to yeah, use yeah. their name. Turns um, out right. I'm open for better names. We're still, this is a working prototype, so it's in progress. So if you guys, while so, we're drinking, come up with a better name, it could be it. I like Lumen, actually, honestly. All right. Lumen's nice. Do you like it, Katrina? I, I'm up for the challenge. I mean, I do like it. Oh. I like the name, but I'm really good at names, so maybe I'll come up with something. You the, are. These actually have more. This is cool. Oh, it's just. That's a blocker. Oh, I see. And you yeah. can use that to kind of uh, to try, try to, to block. Snooker. So we can all play going around in a circle. Let's have a game. Is this for sale? This is, is not this for prototype? sale yet. So this is a prototype that we do in MEX. We usually license our technologies. So we have a lot of companies looking at it right now, and we hope to get it out within the next year or two. Cool. So you sit down in your shop <laughs> or your, what, are you, what is it called, a studio or so a, a workshop? Call it a studio, Factor 10. Where is it? It's actually in Magazine in the Arch District between um, Julie and Gerard. We're right above Bittersweet Chocolates. Are oh, you right there? Okay. Are yeah. you above the chocolate shop? You got it. it okay, which is a lovely. great spot. And and everyone else is just like going to work at the bank down the street or the clothes store. There's a clothes store underneath you. There too, is. There? Yeah, you got it. And you're going up there and you're inventing these. We are a true tech company in New Orleans. So we've got a laser chess game. We've got shoes laser that close themselves. Chess. Yeah. April's got that over here. Wow, Laser. it's even like in shrink wrap. I that feel like one we're in Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon. This is yeah. great. 
So that was the first product that I made in college. And actually, a long story, it got knocked off by a major company. It took us 12 years through the Supreme Court, but we won. Nice, dude. Wow. Wow. Supreme Court. Yeah. With the Supreme, Supreme Court of the United States, actually. Oh, my God. So we Good not, not a fun journey, but no. we had a happy ending. Right. Wow, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. Hey, see what we could give one of these games away to one of our Patreon That's why we brought it. So we yes. brought these for giveaways. Good that's great. How come we can't hear you? If you're listening, there is a laser maze and a laser chess up for giveaway. Okay, That's so killer. listen, if you want to get your hands on this, go to patreon.com and search for It's New Orleans Happy Hour. And reg- it only costs you a buck to register. And then you're in for the draw. We can give away one of these, these games. That's a really great idea. Thank you, sir. Hey, and what sort of value is that? How much does it cost to buy that laser chess game? Those, uh, one Looks of them expensive. is $40 and one of them is $30. So okay. $70 value right oh, now. Oh, that's really cool. Okay, cool. All right. Yeah, well, listen, Hacker, now let's get serious about bluegrass. Amen. Mm. So you guys are in a bluegrass band, which would be pretty unusual in New Orleans, I would think. Definitely, yeah. Why did you choose to be in a bluegrass band? Uh, I've always been fascinated with slide guitar, and mm-hmm. this is a dobro instrument. It's a beautiful uh, instrument. Yeah. It's a prominent bluegrass it, instrument. I think most of the band is from other places, too. Most of the band is from other places. Right. You know. And so yeah. what's it like being in a bluegrass band in New Orleans? Is it kind of like being on a heavy metal band where nobody can get any work? You know, surprisingly, <laughs> there's a lot of heavy metal bands. That's actually ones. true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you're right about them not working. They all much, complain. <laughs> they all complain yeah. that they're not working. Uh, yeah. Like, you can't get a job as a rock band in New Orleans. Like, people say the same thing in Lafayette. If you don't play Zydeco or Cajun music, you can't get a gig either. So what, where does bluegrass fit in? Um, well, we bring in some New Orleans influences a lot, and we usually uh, do co-bills with other bands and... Uh, we had a Pink Floyd show where we brought in Mikey B3, and uh, that was received well. Um, and uh, we have a little following, you know. We play <laughs> Gasa Gasa um, and, and places like that around town. Right. Um, all the guy, a lot of the guys in the band uh, have gone on to have babies and such. So the Tanglers play not as much as we used to anymore. Oh, so you guys <laughs> have to make a living doing other stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. The we, Tanglers we do like is- smaller groups, you know, we'll, we'll do me and him a lot. So you guys are a duo, play. you play together. We play yeah, duo right. to trios, and the full band is a six-piece string band, which and is, well, you, that's a lot. What do you call it as a duo? What, um, Tanglers duo? Kind of still call it, yeah. You still call yeah. the yeah. Tanglers, call it. even though it's just two of you. Yeah. And have you yeah. met the guys in the Tangle? The Tangle. Yeah, we get in fights sometimes. Tangle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Because we had those guys on the show, Darcy Malone uh-huh. and the Tangle. Mm-hmm. So do you know them? Uh, not very well, but yes. Uh, so who was first, this. the Tangle or the Tanglers? Uh, that's that's arguable. Uh, we were it, we were playing it. in New Orleans before Darcy lived here, but she swears that she had the name before she moved here. So we started this start band started a little bit before Katrina, right? Okay, so yeah. she, they were here. They started this band after Katrina, the Tangle. Well, if they were the, just the Tangle, that would be tough, but they're not. They're Darcy Malone and the Tangle. And the Tangle. So the right. Tanglers. Blue, do you call it the Tangler's Blue, the tanglers. Bluegrass Band, or yes. do, you just, do you just say the Tanglers usually? Uh, either or, but yeah. to, to specify, yep. we'll put the Bluegrass in there. Totally. Just to, yeah. Have you ever done a double it's bill fine. with Darcy Malone and the Tangle and the Tanglers? Uh, we've talked to... John Driver about that before it hasn't happened yet though. <laughs> Who is John Driver? He's booking at the Hi Ho, I believe these days. Yeah. yeah, that's a great idea. He's a good guy, great booker. There's really, and there's maybe two other bands that I know of: the Rambling Letters and what's the other one? Um, what they're bluegrass bands? Yeah, or they have similar bands. names. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Tangled strings, in the tangled world. love, tang. The buy. You know, there used to be the buy and buy. Yeah. The tang. You you're kind of <laughs> almost you have sort of a 
folky bluegrass vibe a little bit. I can't say that I have any bluegrass pow- prowess whatsoever. But, but there's I'm a folk- crossover. I got a folkster. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The folksterness is is uh, is is strong with this one. But does bluegrass have a definition, or do you just know it when you hear it? That's a good question. Uh, Finally, I told you it's only yeah, taken <laughs> twenty minutes. Uh, yeah, I mean. I wouldn't say it's specifically defined, but it, there's, I, there's more of a sound. Can I yeah. take a guess at what bluegrass is? It's like when there are several stringed instruments and they all take turns soloing and their solo always changes with the chord. Sure. It's kind of, yeah, it's kind of, they say it's kind of like bebop in a way. Oh, you know? yeah. Or like reggae music. It's defined by a certain beat, mm. you know, mm. yeah, the, an up-tempo beat. Right. Okay, let's have, a, let's, have a, let's play a whole song all the way through. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's you want how we'll know what bluegrass is. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna do a song by Craig Alexander here uh, ah. called Philip Street. Philip Street.
goodness. Yeah. Okay. That is super impressive. When are you guys playing again? I want to go see. Uh, our next gig uh, is March 9th at Siberia uh, with Hash Cabbage. Awesome. Okay, that's March 9th, 2000. Hash Cabbage. Yep. 19, if you're listening to this. Somewhere the Jacob Tanner and Craig Alexander, otherwise known as the Tanglers. That was fucking awesome. Oh, yeah. thank you. Actually. Wasn't it, you guys? Seriously. Oh, yeah. Loved it. Okay. Hey, listen. Oh, oh, just a little bit. Of, oh, geez, that doesn't sound too good at all. Let's get, let's get, um, let's get Greg over here in the meantime. Whoa. Did the did the whole thing fall to pieces? I oh, know. No, we're in great shape. Okay. Just just a simple mic drop after a great performance. There we go. Yeah. All right. No big deal. Hey. Uh, April, let's get let's get Greg over here for a second. Seeing he happens to be here. I want you guys to meet this guy, Greg Levy. And then I want to talk to you, Katrina, about what the hell is going on. Oh, so much. Because you're like a superstar I know. now. It's this used to be like a big media appearance for you. Now it's the smallest media appearance you've ever made. I don't made. know. I, I was thinking about it today. I was thinking that I get a lot of coverage... But I put a lot more out with you. Really? Okay. Yeah. I mean, well, I feel like you get the real story. <laughs> okay. Well, let's get to the real story. First of all, I'd like you guys to meet Greg Levy. Hey, Greg. Hello. How y'all doing Grab today? this mic. Andrew will give oh. you a mic. Thank you. Okie dokie. Greg, this is Craig and Jacob and Andrew and Luke and Katrina. Nice Pleasure to meet you. Okay, so Greg, nice to meet you. Greg is the guy that made this pen. Beautiful. It it's called awesome. Nola Pens. N-O-L-A-Pens.com. Oh, I see. It's yes. kind of... And it's... Andrew didn't believe me when I told him that it's made from an, a tree. In the, the one he's holding list looks less like a tree. Yes, the one you that? have there, uh, Grant, is made of uh, epoxy and resin, right. whereas the one right here is made from the actual um, tree, the Audubon oak tree. So that was made, that's made from a tree that fell down in Audubon Park? Yes, that's correct. In 2014, they had a tree that fell because of termites, and I called the um, park, and I talked to them, and, and they said that... Um, if I wanted, I could have the tree. So as you can imagine, a large oak tree, it took me quite a number of trips to get it out of Audubon Park to my warehouse. And then when it was there, I um, dried the wood out, cut it up, and then it took about two, three years to dry it out so that I could actually use the wood. And since then, I've been uh, selling the pins like this in different designs, the large pin like this, I have a slim, and then also a fountain pin. And I have them in different stores around the city. And I thought it was something neat. Um, I remember after Katrina, there was, uh, the, I think it was the Army Corps of Engineers that went into Audubon Park and chopped up all the trees. But what they did is they just ground them up and threw them away. And I said, I couldn't let something like that go by. Wow. So um, I took the opportunity to pick Very it up. Very enterprising. So this is an actual pen made from a tree in Audubon yes. Park. And what happens now when the tree runs out? I mean, well, the tree doesn't last forever. This is a beautiful pen. No. Well, let's just say you have an idea how large those trees are. How many pens did you make? A lot. I could make enough pens for my wow. grandchildren to take over the business. Oh, okay. That's how much wood I have. <laughs> wow. It's crazy. It's a beautiful pen, too, actually. Thank you. Did you try writing with it? Thank you I did, yeah. Try yeah. That, so how much, how much does, uh, is it more about ergonomics or creativity when it comes to the lathing part and how you're designing the width? More about creativity. Yeah. Um, 
on the on the particular pins, which, since everything's done by hand, mm -hmm. I don't use uh, calipers or anything like that. I use my own fingers to, to judge what would be comfortable. Mm -hmm. And gotcha. um, each one is done by hand by myself. I have a shop that I'll run this stuff out of. And um, it, it's fun. You know, it's something that you can do by yourself, and it kind of it's loud, so you're there's no phones, there's no one talking to you, and you're able to think about things. So it, it's fun. It's more therapy if for me than If you think about too much, else. you cut your fingers off, though. Right? Exactly, exactly. Mm. You so do you have can't, to pay attention. You can't be too... <laughs> you can't be listening to too many podcasts while you're doing it. No, well, I, I can't. Well, let me ask you something. Yes, when, sure. it, when it comes to, to pens, uh, being a lefty, my hand drags over everything that I write, so it's important that it dries fast. Mm -hmm. And I like... I want to find the, uh, the intersection between darkness... But also, quick dryingness. Do you are you an expert at the actual pen part? Or? Well, I'm, I'm not, but I've, I've been I've been in the office supply business before, and mm -hmm. a bold pen you have to worry about a bold ink pen because it takes a little longer to dry. Right. But like a medium point, mm -hmm. it dries quickly and you're okay. A yeah. fine tip. It would drag, especially if you're a left-hander, mm -hmm. because I could just see it making that screeching sound. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Well, cool. Well, thank you, Grant. Well, I'm very, very pleased to have you as a sponsor of Happy Hour, because we love these pens. They're awesome. They are. Yeah, they're beautiful. That, uh, they are. I would love to know what the Slim... Do you have a Slim with you? Yes, I do. Great. Um, Try this. You might have a customer. going to bring it over in a second. So we can assistant. find these at nolapans.com. Yes. And they have like a sort of like a diamond on the top, so that's... And Yes, the, it's a crystal on the top. That's not a real diamond. No, 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 no. Cuba Sharonia. <laughs> cool. So, okay, cool. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. Neat. Um, oh, this is great. How do you like that, Andrew? I'm liking this. This, this yeah, feels. The this feels. One's a crystal. Mm -hmm. This that's feels right. more like the uh, the traveling man's pen, and this one's like the office man's pen. Yes, you know, it is. The, the bulkier, the one with you know that's a little heavier, but this this slimmer one. Mm -hmm. Will travel. I like that. Yeah, yes, I'm into we that. sell the slim ones mostly to women and to men that you know use a pen a lot. But the fountain pen and the broad tip are, you know, mostly oh. gift items. This is nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, thank you very much, Greg. Greg, it's it. nice to meet you. And Same here. Greg, these are awesome. Thank you very much for coming. Right, thank and you. Be, I really enjoyed it. Thanks, Thanks for repurposing okay. them oaks too. This is cool. Yeah. Okay. So now we have a treat in store. Because Katrina, I, how long are you going to, this is my first question I was going to ask you. How long are you going to continue to call yourself Katrina Breeze for? I don't know. As I mean, Katrina gets I further mean, away and Drew Breeze is like I know, I know. Fading. I knew this would happen. What? I knew that Katrina Breeze would get big and Drew Breeze would fade out and, and that I'd still do? be stuck with this name. Um, I don't know. I feel like now I'm in this different arena and people don't realize it's a fake name. Uh, and so I just, I can't change it now. So this is the brand has taken over the yeah, person now. Yeah. So now you are Katrina Breeze. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. How do you feel about that, actually? I thought you were just calling her by the wrong name. When <laughs> well, you've known each other for... A, Since 2002. Long time. Outside of, before there was a Katrina. Right, before Breeze. there even was a Katrina. And, and right. Mardi Gras were made out of cardboard and hanging yeah. in the Maple Leaf, yeah. Yeah, so that's how you guys met world. over Mardi Gras and the Mardi Bra? Well, no, before then, but, you know. I used to buy weed from a guy that lived kind of near him. That's how you guys know each other, from yeah. weed hookups? <laughs> no, no, no. Not at all. Okay. I would say places like the Maple Leaf, where, when, the when Maple her, Leaf. Off, her office used to be above there. <laughs> you had an office above the Maple Leaf? Yeah, I, didn't I know did. You had an office. For like eight, out, eight years, I had, um, had an office. Yeah, I More did. like a studio. Really? It, well, it was many rooms, and there was an office room, and then there were all kinds of production rooms and art rooms. Yeah. Well, that's a good spot. So, listen, I got your 
bio in front of me, and I, I highlighted every time the word founded showed up. Oh, okay. It says you founded the Bearded Oysters Parade Club in 2004. Well mm-hmm. done. You founded the Greening of the Grower Conference, a platform to connect Louisiana residents with solutions to the devastating impact that petroleum-based Mardi Gras beads are having on the ecology. Yeah, I'm still doing that. I talked to National Geographic Why do we today do that about shit? that. National Geographic. Yeah, they so called me. So I told you we're Isn't like amazing? small beer compared to you, who know, you're normally he, talking I about. I love you guys. I don't I know, even know them. That's it's, so now you're in National Geographic talking about how bad Mardi well, Gras beads get, are. I might get edited out. But you're, they called you. Yeah, yeah. So the whole thing about that is that Mardi Gras beads are bad for us, which is interesting coming that we're, Mardi Gras season is coming up and mm-hmm. we're all going to be having thousands of Mardi Gras beads. Yeah. Are we all going to get cancer from that or what? Um, maybe not cancer. What but, I mean, you might get it from something else, too. But more like lead poisoning. Well, so, oh, we could get lead birth poisoning. Defects, birth things defects. Like, yeah, things like that. Has anyone actually got anything demonstrable from Mardi Gras beads that you know? Um, well, people would have to come forward and know that that's where it came from. It's really hard to trace why they would have birth defects this way or why they would score low on tests so after there's no Mardi study. Gras. There's no study <laughs> that proves that you're right about this all's, Mardi Gras. All I'm saying no. is I remember putting Mardi Gras beads in my mouth as a kid and See? they, and now look they, they have a taste, you know. They... they there's a flavor in there, and it, that can't, you know, it's not a, it's not organic. Oh, Did you pick them up <laughs> off the street? Well, no, I caught them, and then I put them in my mouth, you know. Okay. I would imagine. Then can again, you still remember I, the taste? Yeah, yeah. It's I still can. identifiable. Yep. I wish yeah. we had some beans here. Do you ever stick them in your mouth just to go back and no. take yourself back to childhood? No, no. Look, she's got the designer's dilemma. Everything ends up in the trash. All we don't want to do is add more and more plastic to right. it. So right. respect the mission. Okay. Thank you. Okay, I'm going to go on. You also founded I Heart Louisiana. Mm-hmm. I don't that even was know part of that. That was that the uh, alternatives to Mardi Gras beads. You founded the Colossus Bike Zoo, which is mm-hmm. people driving around, riding around those bicycles with paper mache heads. Yeah, lots of movies, commercials, right. appearances. That's a huge thing. You've yeah, done a lot of is. shit. And then you founded a business called Fantastic Casket. Yes. Which oh, yeah. is. I remember that from last Remember that from last time yeah. you were on here? Which yeah, is that's like all old stuff. Everything there, homemade, old stuff. Which is homemade coffins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now you're onto a whole new thing, mm-hmm. which is you're, you're into politics. Yeah, I am. I'm going into the legislative right. session. So tell us about that. Tell us the story about that, because that was also got a connection to Audubon Park. Yeah, and these pens. Yeah, <laughs> right. Right. I was thinking about that. Actually. I was like, strange choice, yeah. Grant. <laughs> I know. So tell us the story about that. We'll tell um, the people at the table here. So uh, back in June, my mom, who was bipolar, was um, committed to a mental hospital for um, depression and suicidal ideation after um, having a bad reaction to a drug. Um, she was able to leave there and actually go to a gun store in Gretna, where she bought a gun. And um, she took it to Audemon Park under the Tree of Life, and she shot herself. Wow. And survived? No. Ooh. Did not survive. Didn't. Oh, no. sorry. I thought she Thank said Thank you. Something. No. Sorry. Um, so uh, I couldn't believe she was able to get a fucking gun, because that's absolutely dangerous. And um, it really... You know, I, I called the gun store. I asked them about that, and they said that I could not return it. <laughs> why, why did you find it unlikely that she could have gotten a gun? Anybody can buy a gun. I guess I didn't know. I didn't realize, like, how anybody could just get a gun anytime. I didn't expect that But there's from nothing her. special about your mom. Other well, she, she had never had a gun. She, had, right. she hated guns. She but there's no reason why she gun. couldn't have gotten a gun, though. Was she, but she had been committed 
Yeah, she had been committed three times, um, like in the period between, like before that, in the last, yeah. in the months before that. When you say committed, does that mean against her will? No, all voluntary. Okay. Yeah. That's still called committed. I thought that was only when you got okay. sent off. Well, voluntary. She was a, she was a voluntary staying mental <laughs> health patient. Yes. For depression. Yes. Well, specifically for suicidal ideation. Oh. Yeah. So she was saying on those three occasions. I feel so bad. I want to kill myself. Therefore, I'm going to take myself to. Yes, the I'm going to protect I myself. I need help. By so why myself. this time did she actually go through with it? Um, she said she was tired of going to jail at that place. Um, they, I mean, it it happens. This is how it right. happens. Yeah. Well, so um, she wasn't actually in jail though. When you say jail, was she? No, but she was locked up, felt. and she oh, had she really was. like given up all her freedoms to be able to protect herself from suicide. Um, so this this law that I created, um, that's going to be going into the legislative session this spring, um, is a uh, suicide prevention law that enables people who have these types of tendencies or can perceive themselves as being in crisis in the future to voluntarily self-register for a no-sale prohibition on guns, which means that um, if she was to buy a gun from a licensed dealer, they would call in a background check and it, and it would have prevented the sale. So right now in our state, um, we don't have any um, waiting periods or um, ways to protect suicidal people from guns. And we have um, a huge amount of gun suicides here. Do we have more in Louisiana than other states? Um, probably per capita, yeah. I mean, after this happened and I realized how loose our gun laws were, I, um, I would imagine that we actually are almost like Denver with the pot shops, that people are coming here to purchase guns, you know. In the, you can't say the, things like, I imagine, if you're going to go to the legislature, though you have to have actual facts. No, is I mean, true I don't think any of my senators are going to be listening to your show. <laughs> no, but when, when you go and... Well, we won't be um, creating dispensaries but yet. But nobody's going to be objecting to this, because this is a self-registry. So it's not really a law as such, is it? Yeah, it will be a law. It's, it called, um, it's called Donna's Law. When your it mom's passed. name was Donna? Yes. And so... When you say it's a law, it, it's... it's Well, it's a bill right now. Okay. Do you know how a bill becomes a law? Mm, it's not like the song. It's not. No. What does actually happen then? You, you have to find a lot of rich old white men, and then you have well, to... Well, you're meet. good at that. <laughs> yeah, I am we good at that. We already know that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so, so that's the first step. And, and then, then you have to get these rich old white men to say this is a good idea. And then, so yeah, does and then they have, have to, to tell their senator friends that they're big donors for... And then um, hopefully you can find some support from the... Okay, so does there have to be something in it for people or are they just doing it out of the goodness of their heart? So you have to just talk people into it or are you having to... Um, yeah, I mean, I think that if you, if you really look at the suicide rates, um, what you learn is that a lot of families have this and that the most common person to shoot themselves is a white conservative male, which there are a lot of in that scene. And so many of them have brothers and friends that have done this and they're pretty aware of the situation and there's a lot of studies too that show that um, 
the ability to access guns is actually uh, increasing our suicide rates. So it's not just they'd find another way. This actually is, so what, um, what is triggering this, people. Okay, so what is this law going to actually say? Because a law, usually you think of a law as something that restricts people's activity. Mm-hmm. This is a law that allows people to do something. Yes, it allows them to restrict themselves. Okay. So if I, so if this thing goes through, it's going mm-hmm. to be called Donald's Law, and it's going to say it's going to set up a self registering well right now we have a system called NICS the NICS it's a TV show N- no that's NCIS that's different uh, and it's called the, the NIC, NICS is the background check system that um, licensed firearm dealers are utilizing so this enables somebody to put their own name into the NICS system okay which is run by the FBI so, so you're, su- you're suggesting that someone who's suicidal mm-hmm and wants, or homicidal. And wants to kill themselves, mm-hmm. or homicidal, okay, mm-hmm. or wants to kill other people, is mm-hmm. going to have a sort of a moment of clarity mm-hmm. and call somebody up, or something will go online. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. What, what gives you the impression that anybody will do this exactly? Um, well, I think that there are certain families, like my family, where this is the fourth time this has happened in my family. My mom's the fourth person to kill herself with a recently purchased firearm. Wow. So what? I think there, there are actually a lot of families like this, especially in Louisiana, and um, I think those people will sign up. Like, I get emails every day, people wanting to sign up, people wanting to sign up their whole families. And how would we go about, can you get 10 bucks off all these people who write to you? <laughs> Off each one? I don't really ask them for money. Well, you should I've, I've been given $210 so far by people. You've been given $210? Yes. You have to declare that to somebody? No, I don't. You just put that in your pocket? Well, 210 and was that in small <laughs> bills? or? No, it was in PayPal. Really? Mm-hmm. And why are people sending you money? Just to help you? Yeah, just to help. Okay. Yeah. Are you looking for money? Um, I don't think so. You're just looking for support? Yeah. What are, you, I mean, what are you wearing when you go to these meetings? Because one time, <laughs> you're not dressing like this, right? Because I, I can barely look at you. I've it. been trained. I've been getting a lot of training in. <laughs> have in, you really? Yeah, I really have. I've been getting a lot of um, training in how to speak about firearms. <laughs> Who's training and, you? Um, Victoria Coy. Do you know okay. her? Yeah, she was on a show. Um, she was sitting right there, actually. I've been I think working. She was wearing an ordinary outfit there. Yeah, well, she taught so me to a, dress like a lady mayor. Okay. Not lady necessarily mayor. this okay. lady mayor, but just lady okay. mayor in general. <laughs> Not like Mayor Control. But you were, last time, one time you came, this is, I don't know how many times you've been on Happy Hour, a few, but one of the times you were on, you were telling us about your various um, personalities. Mm-hmm. Like you have a number of various personalities. Yeah. And what was the name of the one of them that was more of a business Karen person? Karen Regis. Karen Regis. I know, I should have used that to yeah. make this, but it's too late. Karen, I forgot about Karen Regis. I had to leverage my fame with Katrina Breeze to get this done. You did? Yeah. I think Bree- the name Breeze is really working right now for me. Have you ever met Drew Breeze no, or anyone I'm, in the Breeze family? No. And I'm, my, my dad's a lawyer, and he always says that he's surprised they haven't sued me. You can't. Well, you know, I mean, you guess you're trading on his name in a sense, mm-hmm. aren't you? It's yeah, but I think more people Drew like... Drew Breeze is the nicest guy. Well, he's not going to send a season to sis left to you, is he? No way. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> You could get him to No, it's, it's sign like up. satire. So. Right, but this is not funny now. That mm-hmm. would cross the line from satire into something much more serious. Here. Right. Mm-hmm. I have a question. So, is somebody who signs up for this, do they have to expressly say that they are signing up for the sake 
of... Uh, uh, no, they don't great. have the so site. So it can be for any reason. It can be for any reason, and it's reversible, and when you reverse it, it will um, create a waiting period. Mm-hmm. And it can also... Um, there'll be space where you can put email addresses if you would like someone to be notified. I love it. Um, when, you, when you get off the list. And then we're also working on what that email says that, that those people will receive. Mm-hmm. So they would receive um, information to, you know, have yeah. a conversation with you. Mm-hmm. And yeah. is this going to have to go state by state, or will this become a federal law if you can pull it off? Um, well, right now I'm working in Louisiana, and I've also been working in Oregon and Texas on this. Um, I've been getting a lot of calls about it. A lot of states are wanting to do it. I'm getting like, you're going to be get, like, fans. like I literally had like a senator from Oregon like asking through my lawyer if I could help them with social media on this, and like how I'm getting. Um, how I've been able to like move this forward so fast. This is well. What is the answer to that question? How have you been? I don't able know. To? I know. I feel like it's like you need a Katrina breeze. You know. It's <laughs> something. Well, because when you look at this bio of yours, you're a visual artist, really, is what you are. And a performance artist. And a performance artist. And a but art most, activist. But most people would be happy just to su- survive doing what you're doing. You mm-hmm. know, all those things. But you've actually founded all these organizations. Mm-hmm. That's why I highlighted the word founded all the mm-hmm. way through there with my new Noel Penn's pen. Mm-hmm. Because it's, it is unusual that you're such an activist and you're so organized. Yeah. And so Karen Regis-like. Mm-hmm. That's true. Regis-esque. Yeah. I feel like I have a lot of value to add to the gun violence conversation. So have you got any feeling about leaving the crazy-ass Katrina Breeze stuff behind and actually becoming a politician? Like, where's my pussy puppet right now? <laughs> well, I forgot about the pussy puppet. Yeah. Don't even mention that. I get, like, I get, like, little emails that are like, I miss your pussy puppet. I can't wait till this legislation is gone. You guys know about the pussy puppet? Gone. You must know about the pussy puppet because you're all friends. No, it's it's actually, like, since then. We're, like, such old friends. He it's, hasn't seen my pussy puppet. puppet. <laughs> Well, tell the guys about the pussy puppet. It's a, it's a puppet that's a pussy. I guess yeah. that. <laughs> it's a hand puppet that looks like a vagina yeah, and it goes and around the world. it's not attractive at all. Travel. <laughs> yeah. I, I would say I beg the two go together, though, because mm-hmm. as an artist, designer, or anything, you have to be audacious enough to will something that's not in existence into existence and convince people to like it. So that goes hand-to-hand with legislation. So anybody who's tried to create, been an artist, tried to invent you're naturally predisposed to go ahead and do all the things she's doing in a cause you believe in. So with gun, this is very interesting because it's hard to get anything through with gun law. This seems like a minor step, but a minor step can lead to many other things. So much respect for it. Thank you. Um, What's really exciting about about this minor step is that we're creating a bipartisan team of people that actually are in support of common sense gun legislation. That's a pretty amazing thing to do in America today that you actually have bipartisan support. I know. I thought. I think. <laughs> right. I think when I started, I was so depressed. I thought the NRA would just shoot me and I could be done with <laughs> <Right>. this. <laughs> but, but now I have that's, strange, that's, strange bedfellows with them. Funny. Hey, do you want to see a pair of shoes that lace themselves up? <laughs> that sounds so good. <laughs> trying to line it up here. Yeah, <laughs> grab this. Grab these shoes. So these shoes. Luke, tell them about these shoes. So we actually are a product design house. We also consult businesses, but we come up with our own ideas. I am a newer parent, so if you've had kids, doesn't matter whether the Velcro, whatever, putting shoes on is a battle in the morning. So I came up with a pair of shoes that as soon as they step into them, they snap closed automatically. 
So they're self-closing. There's no fancy things. It's not $200. They'll actually cost 30 bucks. Um, and they're called slaps. So you've used the technology of, what do you call those things? Slap band. Slap band. It's like yeah. Slap band. It's a slap band. The whole trick, uh, the trick the, was that, so that when you don't put your shoe in, it doesn't actually trigger. So it's only when they actually kind of step, step in down. the heel. Yeah. And then this basically closes it up. So the kids love it. It sounds them. like you could cut a kid's foot off with that as well. <laughs> you know, there's always <laughs> safety is our number one concern in everything we do. Um, and this one we've designed in well, but this is another one. You guys are catching a lot of stuff that are in the prototype licensing phase, but this one's getting very close. What's the guy in Batman that you are? I, <laughs> uh, I am the utility belt. No, 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 you're the guy, you're the guy in the cave who has all the things. The, Alfred? No. Alfred, the, the no. prototype guy, the prototype guy. I mean, Bruce Wayne does most of himself because he's such a badass. So no, I'll, I'll take Bruce Wayne. I'm Bruce Wayne. Oh, well. Yeah, yeah. You're thinking of Lucius Fox. Is that the yes. guy? Yes, okay. yes. Yeah, I would also, I would be happy Lucius Fox. Do you make those in School. adult sizes? We, yes. That's another question. question. So, part of what we do is business analysis is a big part of it, which is the less fun part of design. So with kid shoes, they go through them quickly. It's much easier mark to break into. I do have a pair of adult shoes, and we can make them. Um, that would be yeah. phase two if it goes successful. Especially yeah. for old people. That's the and second part where the medical market on this is a huge one in that we've come up with a very simple cost-effective solution to where a lot of people can't bend over, they can't use your hands well. And we've actually had a lot of with um, kids who either have autism or other things that prevent them from possibly doing shoes because it's a big ego thing. So if you can't tie your shoes, that leads to all kinds of self-conscious. And this gives you a beautiful pair of shoes that you don't even have to tie. Okay, so what are the chances of, first of all, Katrina's going to be super famous and like she is. presidential she candidate. Is. And are you going to be a billionaire? Um, you know, I'll tell you this. My goal is to invent things that change the world for a positive place on a global scale. If becoming a billionaire is part of that, that's wonderful. But it would be largely, wonderful I want to make the world a better place, and I want to do it on a global scale, not global. So this is a tricky part. You want to make sure you don't have this up. So when they actually step in... Sorry, we got all the cords here. Oh. It just goes over because if you're that's where it's like it triggers up here, then it could go wrong. But there's been a so lot of engineering in this actually. Do you have so you have a mission? You're an we have a mission. a mission. Our company has a mission. We've a better got, place. Yeah, we've been growing ever since uh, the last eight years. So we've been steadily growing. Some people call us New Orleans' best kept secret because there's not a lot of tech down here. Our business is referral based only, and then we develop our own technologies that we license out. So a third of our revenue is passive. Um, but I love what I do, and you know yeah. it's been fun in that we've licensed toys, we've done golf clubs, medical devices, you name it. That is, I'm not gonna lie, I kind of yeah. want a pair of those. You yes, want a pair of those that shoes? is it. Yeah. Okay. So, is advice to anyone who's listening? It's like the two key questions when you develop anything. It's like no matter what it is, is would you buy it? Hopefully, it's yes. And then the next question is how much would you pay for it? Don't tell them a number, and then that determines where your number is. So, if you can get those two well, doesn't matter what it is, you can probably sell it. Well, what if, what if these guys wrote a song for you? Would you give them a pair of shoes? Um, it would have to be custom at this point, but I'll tell you what, when they come out, I will, and if the song is really that good, I will definitely consider it. Maybe, maybe a theme song, a jingle? A little jingle. A jingle. <laughs> What's the name of the company? It's called F10 or well, Factor, Factor 10? Well, Factor 10's our company, but these are slaps. Slaps. That's got to be a song in that, right? Slaps, claps, uh, frats. Uh... Rhyme, just rhyme it, rhyme it right now. Snaps. You can slap it, you can clap it. Does rats rhyme with it? It's not a real no, rhyme. No, it's near rhyme, we'll call it. Well, you yeah. need a big hook. We do have a promo you video that we will send a link you to slap you. on your feet. You have what? We have a promo video that it's not out for uh, the public, okay. but we'll send a link to you. Okay, we can put a link on yeah. our website. It's newwellness.com to that. Okay, we've got to move along because we're going to kick us out of here at some point. You guys <laughs> want to play a song? Uh, yeah, sure. What are you thinking of playing? Uh, we're going to do another original this time uh, by me. It's called uh, Magnolia Special. Okay. With slaps. 
Can you get the word slaps in it? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> why, don't, why don't you sing the slaps? Andrew. I'll find a place. Okay. I felt it. That, uh, how did you like that song, you guys? I loved it. Beautiful. That reminded me of the Beverly Hillbillies. That yeah. Bluegrass. That's it. Is that what yeah. it is, the Beverly? Is the theme to the Beverly Hillbillies, yeah. is that bluegrass? That's uh, Earl Scruggs, one of the founders of bluegrass, actually. Ah, did it remind you guys of that? Totally, yeah. Yeah, that, that, that uh, uh, lap 
resonator yeah. thing, you know. That's the only bluegrass I knew. Went before you started this. Before I started it. Really? Yeah. I didn't even know I, that was I'm called bluegrass. Here, I didn't really know. How did you get into it then? Just Correct. friends with them, you know. Listen right. to it, you know. Like, you know, they they need somebody, so. It's, it's been, yeah, it's been interesting though learning that. Because you, know. you didn't know anything about it at all. You you're just a musician. You can play yeah. any, but you can play yeah. anything apparently. Because that was pretty fucking impressive. Quite frankly, wasn't Thank it? You. Andrew is like a professional guitar so, player. I, I'm I'm just a songwriter, but yeah, that that was beautiful. You know, it's really nice to hear. Uh, you know, what I said before about bluegrass. It's like the the, the solos that follow the, the the chord changes, but that's it's more like you're creating melodies with your instruments and trading those back and forth and that's what's making it interesting you know there's nobody singing so it's hard to to for me to to be uh excited about the movement but it's about the melodies that you're creating that you're you're trading back and forth it's really nice i've also heard it called hillbilly jazz hillbilly jazz <laughs> yeah. yeah hillbilly jazz yeah so the word hillbilly is not an insult and saying beverly hillbillies is not an insult uh, not to me Okay, that's good. All right. Okay, so we've got to get the hell out of here in a minute, but where can we see you guys? So you guys are called the Tanglers, even just as a duo. Uh, yes. Uh, so it's so we'll, pretty confusing, but okay. Yeah, we have a large band that, that plays in different combinations. Uh, you can see the full band March 9th at Siberia with Hash Cabbage. Craig and I will be doing a duo at a Chafalaya brunch March 23rd. And then the Mikey B3 band will be playing the Maple Leaf Bar March 15th. We haven't even got onto the Mikey B3 band at yeah, all, which is a, like a funk. That's a whole other thing. Yeah. yeah. But uh, those, are, those are our most current gigs. Okay, very good. All right. And Luke, how do we find all this stuff of yours? Because you certainly yeah. are a well kept secret. In the Batcave. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Um, so you can find us at f10design.com. And how's that spelled? F one zero design.com. Okay. Um, we don't post a lot of things on the website because unfortunately we work on a lot of things that are not able to be posted, but of the you CIA. can come range us out. Yeah, you know, I'll say this and that we um, do work for companies as well as big as Nike and as small startups, so we're also available for hire. Really? Yeah. So you're designing stuff for like giant companies? Yeah. You would be surprised. We've designed about uh, 50 products for various companies. I wouldn't be surprised at all. Yeah, you're a well, fucking there you genius. Go. Thanks, man. Well, we I love mean, being you in invented, New Orleans. You invented this. We invented from scratch. Wireless power. You got it. So we, you know, we yeah. really believe there's no limits on what you can make. We try to imagine stuff we want, and then we make it. When you say we, how many people are you involved? So our company now is seven full time. We've got about three or four contractors we work with regularly, but it's been kind of growing ever steadily for the last eight years. But started with just me. This is a great thing about New Orleans. It's just crazy, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, you never know. And I, I just, love really, this city. You really don't. You really have no idea. I sometimes think about who you're standing next to at the supermarket having this sort of idle conversation with somebody. There's a super genius who's invented. <laughs> well, power, I appreciate the wireless power. But uh, it's crazy, and we, then and then the next president of the United States. No, I'm going to stay out. Cameron I'm going to stay on the, you know, unregulated side of politics. What what, what political what side. political aspirations could you conceivably? I just want to hang out at my house and write legislation. Now that I know is that how a to job? make, I think it is. I think you can smoke weed and write yeah, legislation. Yeah, I mean, now that I've gotten okay. so far on this gun bill, I feel like I should have worked on marijuana, but. Next time. Now next that time. I well, next time. No, next round. Too late next, for that. next legislative session. Well, if you could get pot legalized in Louisiana, like it is in other states, and mm-hmm. however many other states it is, that would be an achievement. Yeah, it in would. In the meantime, if people want to help you out with this 
Gun, what's it, Don, Donna's Law Gun yeah. Registry. Donna'sLaw.com. One second. Donna'sLaw.com. Mm-hmm. I have to say congratulations because that is a big deal. Thank That's you. Very I don't much. know if anybody has had a conversation about gun regulation or any kind of legislation dressed like this. Yeah. Right. Yeah. With yeah. a crown <laughs> and bizarre. I don't yeah. even know what they're what I are they called. I sneak up I, on them, you yeah. know? Right. They're you not expecting it from me. What are these things called? Eyelashes? Yeah, these what? are um, paper never... eyelashes by Chimera. And how do you spell They're here that? in town. Uh, C-H-I-M-E-R-A. Okay. That's very impressive, those. Thank okay, you. so we're still calling you Katrina Breeds for yes. now, although I'm imagining that's going to have to fade away. At some no, point. it's going to keep going. Okay. <laughs> Katrina, thanks for being here again. It's great thank to see you. you again. And Luke Hooper, thank you for coming Anytime. along and bringing us this very cool. invention. We'll bring you new stuff next year. And we're going to give this stuff away on I'm Patreon. I'm a 10, by the way, in slaps. You're a 10 for a slaps? Yeah. Okay. 10 and a half. You want some too. And you guys, Jacob Tanner and Craig Alexander from the, the Tanglers, not to be confused with the Tangle. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. Pleasure. Introducing us to blue, New Orleans bluegrass. Big easy bluegrass. I, I need, big easy bluegrass. I didn't even know that was such a thing. Nice. And thank you, of course, to Greg Levy, who made these awesome Nola pans, the only pans made from a fallen Audubon Park live oak tree. They really are cool, these pans, aren't they? They're one of a kind, handcrafted, and limited edition. There's only enough, that, that about a million of them, apparently. Maybe not a million. I don't know how many there are, but there's plenty of them. So go to nolapans.com and check that out. And thank you to the Basics on Magazine Street near Jefferson Avenue, where you can get fine lingerie, basics, swim and gym. Also carries a full range of fashion swimsuits, workout and yoga clothes with style. And thanks to Hangover Destroyer, the only all-natural product medically proven to prevent a hangover. You can find them at hdestroyer.com and get 30% off of Hangover Destroyer by writing the words happy hour on the coupon code. And thank you to to the Positive Vibrations Foundation who create and encourage community through the development and preservation of the arts, music, culture, and heritage. And if you want to take advantage of our free stuff on Patreon, go to patreon.com and search for It's New Orleans Happy Hour. And we're giving away to us one of our lucky Patreon people, or maybe more than one. Yes, we got awesome uh, games from Laser Luke Chess and a Laser Maze game. Award laser winning. Chess and a Laser Maze. That's at least good for like Bozo's third or fourth bucket made, I feel like. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? That was a great got. show. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Thanks for being here, everybody. We'll be off for a couple of weeks because of Mardi Gras, because you can't actually get to Wayfair during Mardi Gras. Right. But we'll be back here in just a little while. Our show is produced by Graham DePonte, and our associate producer is April Love Stolf. Monique Pyle and Christian Unruh are our music producers. Our technical director is Thomas Walsh, and our Facebook live feed director, who put this whole thing on Facebook, is Asher Griffith. If you listen to this as a podcast and you want to see what this all looks like, go to It's New Orleans Facebook page and you see a video of this whole thing. Our fact checker and social media connector is Andrew Searock. Searock, our theme music was written by and is normally being played by Mitch Foreman, but today it's being played by the guys from the Tangles Bluegrass Band. If you'd like to be on our show and you can stay upright for about 60 minutes while drinking alcohol, drop us a line. Our address is on our website, itsneworleans.com, where you can also check out many other shows, including other happy hours that we've made previous to this one and other shows you make around here, including Out to Lunch with Peter Aschuti, live from Commander's Palace. Louisiana Eats with Poppy Tucker and our award-winning podcast about death called Death the Podcast. You can also find other great Louisiana podcasts at itsacadiana.com and itsbatonrouge.la. You can keep up with us on a bunch of time-sucking social media like Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and all of it we're called It's New Orleans. You can find photos from this show on itsneworleans.com and on our It's New Orleans Facebook page and Instagram account. These photos are taken today by Jill LaFleur. You can find more of Jill's photos at lafleurphoto.com. If you listen to this on your favorite podcast app, 
thanks for subscribing to us. Take a moment if you have one to rate and review us. That helps other people find us. If you listen to this on Spotify, you can follow us and get Happy Hour delivered to you each week. This show is recorded live today at Wayfair on Ferret Street in New Orleans. Happy Hour is a production of Rhino Broadcasting for itsneworleans.com. For Andrew Duhon, everyone else around the table here at Wayfair and back at our office at Rhino Broadcasting. Thanks for joining us. I'm Grant Morris. We'll see you back here after Mardi Gras for more Happy Hour.